Hey friends, welcome to the Small Business Tips Podcast presented by Amelia. I'm your host, Matt Fish. Thank you so much for joining us, spending a little bit of time with us this week. Make sure you're checking out this show, subscribing on your listening platform of choice, be that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or basically anywhere else you listen. Also for lots more free educational content from webinars to eBooks, anything and everything you need for your business to grow, scale, and get to that next level, go to Amelia.com. That's A-M-I-L-I-A.com. It's all there for you. This week, we are tackling a very, very popular subject in the marketing world. I've been getting a lot of questions for this one as our podcast has continued on here in the first season. So very, very happy to welcome from Comtupo, Gian Umadi, uh, going to help me dive into social media marketing tips for a whole bunch of platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. are going to get into those in detail and also some global tips. Gian, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And before we get started into the topic of social media marketing, and I know we have a lot to get to, but first, I want to have the listeners get to know you a little bit. So, a Com2Po stationed in Canada, Ontario, not far from our nation's capital in Ottawa. How did you get started uh, marketing and social media marketing specifically? So, I get uh, Com2Po come to Peel started about uh, six years ago and uh, I've been uh, myself in business for 12 years. Uh, when I say I've been in business, mainly uh, I have 12 years of experience in what we do. Uh, so um, I have a marketing background, started working um, for uh, different uh, agencies in Montreal and uh, six years ago decided to uh, start my own uh, my own thing to do what we uh, what i really like um and uh, about two years ago we moved uh, the company uh, from montreal to uh, canada uh, which is a tech hub in uh, ottawa very very lovely place i have actually been to canada a few times myself and i i always love going out there going to ottawa seeing all of the rest of our canadian tech fam it's always very very exciting to see what everyone else is working on gian i know we got a lot of material to get to so i'm not going to waste too too much more time and before we jump right in here uh we are going to get to some platform specific stuff um facebook Twitter, Instagram on the menu, but I want to start with some tips for any social media platform. So these are insights that entrepreneurs, business owners, anybody out there listening can leverage on various social media accounts to help their business. The first one I want to look into is something we've talked about on this podcast before, but setting goals for your social media marketing for the traffic you want to bring in. How important is setting goals before you start out and what sorts of goals do you usually look for in a successful social media plan of action? So, yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a big point. Um, so whenever you start uh, a strategy it needs to start with uh, with goals so what is it that you want to measure what is it that you want to achieve uh things like that and um and uh, of course any goal that you set up you need to be able to measure it to see if it uh, what you had in mind is uh, is working so you need to have like a uh, have an idea of uh, what your um, key performance indicators kpis will be um, and uh, be able to uh, monitor whatever you're doing. 
Absolutely. And for people who are looking for more information on KPIs, uh, not super sure what those are, how they relate to metrics that you can get for your different content management systems that relate to your business, how they translate into growth long term for your business. You can check out our episode dedicated to measuring success through KPIs. We aired that a little bit earlier on this season. Um, Content is an interesting thing when we talk about social media. We spoke about, before we got on the mics here, about content that is specific to each platform. And basically what I mean is structuring something for Facebook specifically, for Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it may be, and not copy pasting the same thing to all of your different social accounts. How important is that for uh, entrepreneurs out there? Uh, Top of the list, I would say. Uh, so as soon as you know um, who should be buying your product, who uh, who's your persona, uh, you can you can know where you should be as well. So once uh, once you decide like who you're going to be talking to on each platform, then you you need to uh, to have uh, relevant content for your this specific demographic. Uh, I'd say that uh, yeah, like with multiple platforms uh, now. Um, uh, sometimes you have people following you on more than one. Uh, I personally get fed up if I'm following someone on Facebook and Instagram and I end up seeing the same content over and over. I might uh, unfollow on one of the platforms. So that's why you need to keep your uh, followers interested. Yeah, absolutely. Keep followers interested, keep them engaged all the time. And people might be thinking out there, oh, my God, it's a ton of content. I've got to keep coming up with fresh ideas. Um, How do you sort of streamline that process? How do you make coming up with different ideas for your social accounts a little bit easier day to day and week to week? Well, the fun thing is that uh, most platforms have uh, different uh, different people on them. Uh, if you're uh, if you're on Instagram, usually it's people who are younger than uh, 33. Uh, on Facebook, people tend to be a bit older. Uh, so, like you need to have a different dialogue with these people and keep on engaging them. Like sometimes. Uh, um, sometimes you can be like some people uh, could be on uh, YouTube as well. Uh, so mm-hmm. then again, different uh, different uh, content. Uh, YouTube you can only do videos, obviously. Uh, but uh, yeah, even if you decide to repost that specific video on another channel, come up just come up with the different captions. It still could be the same the same images, the same videos, but just make it interesting for people to be yeah to be following you yeah and it goes back to this idea of really identifying your audience and your buyer persona and globally these could be pretty much the same for your business across the board but they might be different for various social media platforms and depending on who you're talking to as you said younger older gender comes into play ethnicity comes into play interests uh income background etc etc um we've talked a little bit about 
writing and copywriting on this podcast, but I want to shift the focus to video content because this is something, if you're looking at statistics online, forecasts for 2019, 2020, 2021, over 80% of all consumer traffic is going to be towards video content by this time. So video content's the name of the game now on social. How can business managers really push that in the coming years? And it, should that be, I guess, part of their strategy? Should that be a priority? Definitely. Video is the thing now. Even when uh, when doing um, advertising online, the most popular ones are videos. The, the, the things that have the most reach are, are videos. So I'd say like maybe if you don't have time to put uh, to put one video per week, just try to to put it in your process. Maybe one video a month should uh, should be there. Uh, the the other thing is that um, you add in some text to your videos. You know, when people are viewing them on um, on Facebook, for instance, they tend not to put the volume on. So having some some text within your videos uh, always helps. Absolutely. And uh, it's a really, really good point. And not just for Facebook as well. Videos for any other platforms having text there. It's super easy to find online tools that will help you transcribe audio, video. And this could even uh, relate to podcasting as well, since we are on a podcast. Um, Lastly, before we get into platform specific stuff, we have the idea of SEO. Now, a lot of people might say SEO is just for your website, for your blog, but SEO actually has a pretty big part to play in social media. Can you talk a little bit about its importance and where that fits in on people's priority list when it should come to uh, social media marketing? Um, Yeah, definitely. So uh, we all know that uh, the uh, Google crawlers things like that. They crawl your website, but they crawl other websites as well. So uh, try to be specific uh, for SEO. Like whenever you're putting a, a caption on uh, on social media, try to to have the specific words that's going to link back to your website. Uh, of course, like uh, having, uh, having links as well uh, with your content, not just... Um, not just uh, having a caption with uh, no call to action. So uh, call to actions with uh, the specific keywords that you might be using on your website as well. Uh, all that can help with your SEO. And just so people realize how significant it is, uh, a lot of the social networks now will use you know, individual tweets, individual Instagram posts as separate entities that Google can crawl. So descriptions, tags, etc. in those posts can show up really, really high on specific Google searches. Let's dive into Facebook. You know, we've covered a lot of stuff already that does relate in large part to Facebook, but I want to talk about two specific things that I think are really, really important in the next couple of years to really leverage Facebook, which continues to be one of the biggest advertising moneymakers for businesses around the world. And that first one that I have here is partnering with industry influencers. Can you shed some light on industry influencers and how you can use these people who are big in online communities, may have a popular YouTube channel somewhere to really help your business develop this, I guess, authoritative voice in your industry, whatever that industry is? 
So yeah, uh, definitely influencers. Uh, it's the big thing now. Everyone wanna has influencers interested in their products, but there are easy ways to to get influencers' attention. Like uh, most of them have, uh, some of them have uh, even agents. Uh, they're like as big as actors uh, nowadays. Uh, but uh, yeah, there are the bigger influencers for some brands, uh, maybe uh, reaching out to micro influencers, specifically if you're targeting uh, moms in uh, specific cities, things like that. Could uh, micro influencers could be could be the thing for you? Uh, yeah, and if you're, and it, sorry to interrupt, but I was no. going to say, yeah, and the, the influencers don't just apply to the big companies out there, the mm-hmm. big tech giants out there. Even if somebody's only got a couple of thousand followers, if those followers engage with that micro influencer a lot, and a lot of those followers are in a demographic that you're going after, it really could be uh, beneficial for your business. Absolutely. So thank you. That was uh, exactly my next point. Point. It doesn't having like uh, dealing with an influencer doesn't mean someone who has like a million followers doesn't mean much if they don't have a good reach. Uh, that might not be the person uh, that uh, that you need for your business. So it's a really engagement and location specifically if you're uh, if uh, your business is uh, located uh, in a city or something. If you have a store, you want people around you to to show up. The next point I have on my list here, uh, Gian, for Facebook is something really interesting that I don't know if a lot of companies, big, medium, small, it doesn't matter, are really looking into, but I think they should. And that is messenger chatbots, especially when it comes to customer service, frequently asked questions, or even using them to gain insight for their own Facebook ads. Do you have mm-hmm. any insight for messenger chatbots for us? I'd say um, oh, I love uh, the chatbot. To me, it's like uh, customer service. It helps. Uh, so instead of getting like thousands of emails, you direct people to your messenger and uh, you auto put your uh, your messages in chatbot. So some questions get uh, answered before they show up in your inbox. It's very helpful. It's very helpful. It cuts down on time spent for your customer success reps talking with people. And it really does streamline that whole process. And I think a lot of people out there um, who are looking for fast answers to their questions really do get what they're what they're looking for with the uh, messenger chatbots on Facebook. Let's move on to Twitter now. And, you know, I, I get asked this question a lot because I've been on Twitter. I've done social media marketing on Twitter for various people over the years, and they want more engagement on Twitter because it's so crowded, because the impression rate is so low. The first key that we have here that we've talked about before you and I, but off uh, off air is just posting more often. Uh is there is there a magic number to hit with Twitter or is it just sort of the more the merrier? Uh, the more the merrier between uh, between like uh, you know, a few times a day. Uh, I'd say like at least five. If you're there like once a week, once a month, just don't bother with Twitter. Uh, reposting. It's sometimes you you don't need to put your own things. Like you can repost uh, things uh, of interest in your industry, of interest to your followers as well. But uh, the name of the game is really posting as uh, often as possible. 
Yeah. And by retweeting influencers, other big players in your industry, they're going to see that they might give you a follow. They can start interacting with your stuff. And that's what makes the Twitter wheel go round. Another thing that boosts engagement that I don't see enough businesses taking advantage of, I think, especially smaller businesses that are looking to grow, looking to scale and looking to get people's opinion are Twitter polls. And I know you're a big fan of Twitter polls. Can you just sort of talk a little bit about why that's important for somebody's Twitter strategy for social media marketing? Well, it helps to boost your engagement. Uh, so, of course, uh, of course, uh, like uh, Twitter is crowded, but when you tend to see a poll, you stop. You stop, you want to know, like, what is it? Uh, can I participate? And just out of curiosity, people tend, tend to have a bigger, much bigger engagement when it comes to polls. Yeah. And I and I think it's a great way, again, to get that instant feedback from your audience, from people who not even are already your customers, but people who might be engaging with your brand for the first time, want to know more about you. It really is this great hook to pull them in. Um, I guess my, my next point sort of relates to both Twitter and Instagram. So I'm going to s- straddle this fence a little bit. And I guess we can talk about both in this uh, category, which is using hashtags, tagging people's accounts. Um, how important is it to use both hashtags and the verified profile handles for companies, celebrities, influencers, etc.? And is there a difference between using too many hashtags, too little hashtags? Is there a good number to be thinking about? Uh, there's no good number, but I say like uh, maybe specifically for Instagram, because now you can uh, follow hashtags. Uh, try to come up with your own. Try to come up with your own and and then keep on adding whatever thing uh, of interest. And uh, the thing, what you want to do, why people use hashtags, it's because they want people, if they click on the hashtag, they want them to show up. So, for instance, for us, it's uh, 613 marketing, 613 being the area code for uh, Ottawa. But we also have 514 marketing on uh, on um, Instagram. So whenever we post something, we try to put that. And uh, and yes, we have followers. We have um, we have uh, people who comment with uh, the 613 uh, and 514 marketing as well. So this is like our own little thing. But whenever we publish something for being for us or for our clients as well, we tend to, to use things from the industry just to have them show up. So same thing as we were saying earlier about uh, SEO, this helps for your visibility. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think, again, a lot of people are so preoccupied with using the right hashtag that already has a giant following. If you can't sort of join them, think about making your own. And as the old saying from uh, Field of Dreams goes, if you build it, they will come. If you definitely are are using it enough. Um, we haven't actually talked about this, so I'm going to circle back to maybe more of an Instagram basic, and that is converting your account to a business account. There are a ton of brands out there that I still don't see converting to the business account. So I want you, Gian, the expert, to tell everybody listening how important it is if you are a business, if you are an entrepreneur, to get yourself that business account. Uh, well, if you're, if you're a business, if you're a business, you want to be, uh, on the business side, uh, just so to us, 
to come to PO, the main thing with the business account is that we can do advertising on business account. That's not something that you can do with the uh, regular ones. You can do some tracking, you can have statistics. So uh, I spoke about that uh, a bit earlier, but whatever you're doing, you need to be able to track it. Uh, so you can readjust your strategy so you can know if things are working. Uh, sorry, I was taking a drink of my water no as you problem. were finishing up that answer. Uh, <laughs> there you go. It's a live show, everybody. Yeah, that's how you know. Um, all right, Gian, I'm going to get you out of here on this for Instagram. Uh, a lot of people know about the story function. It's a really great tool for businesses so that they can construct a larger story in smaller snippets. Have you seen... Uh, the story function on Instagram become this really powerful tool for a lot of the the brands, the companies that you guys work with? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's becoming uh, very popular and uh, it's a fun thing to use. Um, I, I feel like it's becoming so popular that uh, I've heard that uh, recently YouTube uh, added stories as well. So everyone is trying to do like uh, like Instagram now. <laughs> It's true. Instagram is one of the the big social media uh, trendsetters in terms of account functionality, everything that you can do on social media. And I just want to remind everybody before we go that it sounds like a huge undertaking. And for a lot of bigger companies who have the money, who have the resources to you know, dedicate a person's job or sometimes a team of people just to their social accounts. Yes, it can be this massive undertaking. But if you are an entrepreneur who's just starting out, if you are a small business who's looking to grow, who's looking to scale, it's super, super important to think hard about how you're using social media, use it properly, use it intelligently. And the tools are still free for everybody to use advertising aside. So it's a great way to get your voice out there. And Gian, it's been so great speaking with you this afternoon. Thank, Thank you, you so much for all of your wonderful insight. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Bye. Thanks once again for joining us this week. Make sure you're subscribing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and basically anywhere else you can listen for free. Just search the Small Business Tips Podcast. And one last thing, for more free educational content, including webinars, eBooks, and anything else that can help take your business to the next level, make sure you visit immediately Amelia.com. That's A-M-I-L-I-A.com. We'll see you next week. 